Welcome to the Digital Workplace Podcast. These are conversations with CEOs of digital companies, thought leaders, and solution providers about how you can become a level five digital workplace. For the show notes and transcript of this episode, go to thedigitalworkplace.com. Welcome back to the Digital Workplace Podcast. Today, our guest is Alpha Chang. He is the lead for the APAC region for Google Workspace. Hey, Alpha, how's it going today? Hey, Neil. Um, well, thank you very much for having me on the podcast today. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to have you on. Always great to have somebody from Google Workspace coming on. So there's a lot of great questions we're going to ask you about collaboration, about how we're getting through things. But we just want to make sure, you know, Google's doing some weird things these days. Are you a real human or not? So we're going to ask you a capture question to test your humanity. Your question is, if we ended today only accomplishing one thing, you got through the day, but you only got one thing done, what do you hope that one thing was? Well, I wish I could just clean up my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an inbox zero guy? You like to get down to zero? What do you do? Yes, yes, I'm an inbox zero guy. Mm, excellent. So what's your strategy for that? Do you like have a particular time of day you sit down and do it, or what do you do? Yeah, normally it was every morning I have, I've allocated one hour uh, to go through all those emails, unread the emails, and then I try to just uh, clean up the inbox. But, you know, sometimes after the, the work, uh, I can still keep on receiving those emails. And that could be a big challenge for me. But I was still trying my best to clean up the inbox at night as well. You know what I love about the post, like actually the mail that comes to my house, is that it only comes once a day. Like, it would be great if I could like throttle my emails to where they're like, it only accepted it for like maybe like two times a day, like all the emails just dumped in and then I could, <laughs> I could work with them. But when they're like continuous like that, it's tough to deal with. Cool. Well, that definitely makes you a human because that's a very human problem that you have to deal with to, to try to figure those things out. So you're welcome to be on the show. Alba, tell us a little bit about what you do with Google Workspace and what new things are going on there. Right. So um, I'm the Workspace specialist here in Google in charge of the APAT region. So literally, I'm actually just talking and working with uh, the customers, large organizations, and helping them to realize how the Google Cloud products, including both Google Cloud and also the Google Workspace, be able to help them to accelerate their journey for the digital transformations. So when most people think of Google, obviously, search is the big thing. And then it was Gmail. And then you introduced all these new tools, Google Drive, Calendar, all sorts of things. So when you say Google Workspace, what does that mean? Right. Just to clarify, we're June of 2021. This might change next month, but <laughs> you tell us what it means today. Yeah, right. So Google Workspace actually is a full set of the collaboration tools, which including both Gmail, Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides, Google Forms. So everything that you need to help you do your daily job. So you know what? A lot of people, when we are talking about the Google productivity tools, a lot of people say, well, is that just Gmail? Actually, this is not the answer, right? So we do have a full bunch of set of products we have to help our, uh, to help our users to do their daily jobs. You know, my favorite Google app is actually Calendar oh. because I feel like it, I've never ran into a situation where it's like, oh, I wish you could do more. I feel like it keeps me more structured sure. and it helps me to have like own my day. Whereas like, like you said, Gmail, any, any kind of email client is all like all responsiveness. Things are just thrown in at you all the time. And I mean, I, I love Google Drive. Google Docs is a great tool. When, man, when that came out, it was like, oh, this is like mind blown. What's, what's going on here? <laughs> But in general, I feel like Google is a good platform for collaboration. It kind of brings in that instant synchronous, but more like unstructured collaboration when it comes to like email. Maybe you have a meet link that you're doing 
And then, then it jumps to like storage, obviously with Google Drive and data sharing, data formatting as it comes through. So yeah, what's in the works for where Google Workspace is going? Like as you're working with companies, what are the needs that you guys are hoping to fill over the next few years? Well, I guess uh, this is really about um, what is the next level of collaborations tools looks like, right? Um, so in my opinion, I, I think there could be several key elements for how the next level of collaboration tools looks like. Um, well, the first, I guess, is more about the equity in hybrid future of work. Mm. So, you know, um, more and more employees, they are working from home now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, a lot of employees, they will keep on working from home even after the COVID, after the pandemic. So the future of work has many organizations implementing a hybrid work model or a mix of both at home or in-office environment. Uh, which uh, will enforce the organizations to thinking about how the tools can actually just help for that scenario. Yeah, I mean, when I think about hybrid work, I feel like one thing that Google does well is it doesn't feel like there's a bias. Like all tools have a strong bias one way or the other. Like when it comes to whether you should be in the office or whether you should be virtual or a remote employee situation working there. I feel like Google products work well in, in both cases whether people are sitting next to each other working and collaborating on something or they're sitting, you know, thousands of miles away talking about something. Right. And so that's a neat thing, like in terms of the things that, that have gone on in the hybrid space that's there. We're talking a lot about hybrid work and things that are there. As you're talking with clients, what are some of the big challenges around hybrid work that you see people talking about, particularly when it comes to collaboration? Right. I think the, the first challenge is that customers are, or those people are facing right now is really about whether the tool will allow them to collaborate simultaneously, right? So thinking about if if I want to collaborate with a colleague which was actually sitting on a different time zones, mm. whether I will be able to just um, be able to work with him or work with her. So um, if you're thinking about the old way of working, the old way of collaborations, it's more like I, I, I send an email to you um, with attachments. You download the attachments, you make some copy, uh, you update the document and then it's sent back to me, right? And asking mm -hmm. for a merge. Uh, well, if, if you ask me whether that will work, I would say yes in some degrees. However, uh, when you are more and more people working from home and when, when people are working from different time zones, working from anywhere, um, it really requires the tool which allows them to uh, be able to work asynchronously, right? So this is really how the Google Workspace can help, you know, uh, when, when 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 I was working when when I'm in, working in here in Google, if I really want to uh, talk to somebody who's you know sitting on different time zones, um, or when I was reading a document which was actually created by people from other organizations, uh, what I did is just simply leave a comments in the document. Mm -hmm. uh, I can ask a question. I can leave my comments, um, or even if I have holding a different opinions for. Uh, those sentences or uh, anything that written in a, in a document, appeared in a document, I can just feel free to leave it to comments. And yep. I'm not expecting them to be able to res respond instantly. But on the second day when they're working, they'll be able to see, they'll be able to reply. And this is really how we be able to just um, tackle those challenges that our customers are facing. Right. Yeah. You know what? I haven't really thought about it before, but that's one reason why... I feel like Google Docs 
was so revolutionary when it came out, but it's still so relevant because it allows for both synchronous and asynchronous work on the same document. Correct. And it goes same for sheets and for uh, for slides and, and other tools that are there as well. Because you can both be working at the same time. So we often encourage people when you're when you're in the middle of a meeting, like have a doc up so that everyone can type at the same time, can participate at the same time and can see things live as it's going on. But it also has features like like leaving comments and being able to see those later so that I can also send out pre-work to people for a meeting and say, hey, check these things out, leave some comments so that we can talk to them live later on. Or you can go back and see who edited what. So yeah, that is a great way that, that Google Docs helps for that type of work. I think the other thing, the other challenges the users are facing right now is about searching the content, right? And mm. also searching the right content they want. So, you know, we, we've been having a lot of access today in, the, in every single organization. People are generating the docs uh, every single second, right? So how be able to allow the employees to search the information they want, even if they are sitting at home, not connecting to the corporate network, but allowing them to search the information securely. This is also something um, that the, the, the productivity tools are trying to solve for our customers. So, you know, everybody knows Google is a search company. Right? Mm-hmm. And we are actually just bringing the search experiences to the organization. So thinking about if you are using the Google Workspace, uh, you know, like me, I don't really have to create a lot of folders, even though I know I can remember uh, the photo hierarchy uh, if I create, but I never mm. do that because yeah. I trust Google. I trust the search in Google Workspace, which will always return the information that I want. So this is also another challenges I think the customers are facing right now these days. That's such an internal thing too, because like you said, Google is obviously great at search and, and understands that. And so if your machine is excellent at search, you don't really need to be so organized uh, with all your folders and files and everything in its exact place. But there's some people like I lean more towards like, I want to be more highly organized. And I want to say, hey, everyone put this document in this place so that it's shared with everyone. Everyone knows it. And I can go find it if I forget a word in there or I forget how to search for it. So building a tool like Google Drive, then it makes it complex to fit both use cases, like fit people who like don't ever want to put things in, in a certain folder and people who want to put everything in a, a certain folder. But also being able to rely on those those search parameters and, and new things that are there. So it's really a difficult problem that I feel like Google Drive solves very well. All right, that's true. And I think another challenges that the organizations are facing today, especially during the working from home, um, is that the security, mm-hmm. right? Because um, people are be able to um, accessing the data from their BYOD devices. And they'll be able to very likely accessing the data from a unmanaged network. So how be able to provide a secure productivity tools for our customer? This is also some of the challenges that our customers are facing. They are, that are some of things that the organizations are facing today. Definitely. Well, let's talk not so much about the tool itself, but about the culture at Google. So you've been working there for some time. How does the culture at Google encourage better collaboration, even beyond the tools you use? Right. So, um, well, first of all, I think Google's founder set out to have a unconventional company and therefore a unique culture that's driven by innovation, ownership, inclusion, transparency, and collaborations. So some of the the elements of Google's culture have allowed the company to be more innovative. Uh, Some of them allows the company to be more collaborative. So uh, if I'm thinking about those cultures at Google, which encourages better collaborations, 
I think first is really about uh, the respect each other. So which is actually one of the Google's core value. Google has a flat organization structure that's encouraging all employees to share their voice. You know, you can disagree without being disagreeable. And in a flat organization structure is one that allows communication between employees of any level. Uh, that means that a lower level employees can share their opinion or concerns directly with the CEO and without any pushback from the direct manager. And this is actually can encourage some more proactive collaborations across the organizations. The second one, I think, is really about the transparency in open. So everything is, is pretty transparent here in Google, from people to process to the tools that we are using every single day. I can access the source code, the detailed product requirements, the design document, the mock UI for those product or features which are still under development, um, almost everything, right? And this level of transparency allows people to be able to collaborate with one another much more easily. So I'll give you an example. I spent a lot of hours during my spare time reading those design documents and trying to understand the magic behind the scene, um, especially for those um, products that I'm interested for. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading those priceless treasure, I may have questions or have better suggestions or even holding different opinions. Um, and I can easily leave my comments, like I said before, uh, on the document and attack to the corresponding people so that they will get notice from both email or Google Drive, regardless of t different time zones that we may have. They can check and response back in the document when they are available asynchronized. So even though I may not be the member of that product team, I can still contribute to that particular product. And such collaborations and transparency culture can definitely lead to the innovation and productivity. Yeah, I'd love to lo ask you more questions about transparency because I think every CEO listening out there wants to have a transparent company to some extent. And I think they aspire to that, but pulling it off is another thing. Whether that just means like, so I wonder like how, how you guys do that at Google. Is it something where, okay, being a transparent means that everyone has access to every document that's there and by default it's all turned on? Because even something as simple as like, hey, is that document that is not shared with me? Please share it with me so I can see it. Then there's one thing of just having like, hey, it's there if you wanted it. You could have gone and searched for it and found it versus someone going off and saying, hey, here's our product plan for the next quarter. We invite all sorts of comments coming back in. So how is Google like managing that transparency? Right. So uh, by default, when you create a document, uh, only you yourself can access that particular document. Right. However, in Google, in Google's culture, we share the document to everyone. Um, so, you know, when, you, when you're sharing a document, there is an option there and say everyone with the link in alphabet organizations can access that particular document, right? So mm. uh, that's really the default culture that we use in Google. And I would say it's really based on the culture of trust. So mm -hmm. both Google's culture and Google's values all comes to trust. And trust is one of the key cultural elements of collaborations. Um, and, and also, you know what, in Google, we all say being googly, that also means that doing the right thing right? and don't be evil. So even though we be able to access all those documents, um, all those um, source code, those top secret product roadmap, um, and also you know, the source of every decisions that leadership make, but we are sure that Googlers won't be able to leak those sensitive data outside of Google. So it's really about the trust. On the other hand, uh, 
we know that sometimes people might unconsciously leaking some of the data outside, right? So mm. uh, in order to prevent those unconscious leakage, or when you have to share the information further to external collaborators, uh, we do have security features in place. So for example, we have data loss prevention for both Gmail and Google Drive, which can control over what users can share and prevent unintended exposure for the sensitive information. We also have OCR, which can even recognize those sensitive data on an image if people are trying to make a screenshot, right? Um, and, and also, you know, in Gmail, we have a feature which we call a confidential mode. So your users can actually help protect sensitive information from unauthorized or accidental sharpening. Um, so the confidential mode don't have the option to forward, copy, or download, which will also allows you to set a message expiration day or you can just revoke the message even after you have already sent it out to your recipients. Based on your experience working at Google and, and other places, what do you feel like is this, this kind of tension between the tools that a company uses for collaboration and the culture of collaboration? So you've talked, we've talked about Google Workspace as a product and all the products inside of it. We've talked a little bit about the culture behind Google, these things of transparency. Do you feel like one is stronger than the other when it comes to which one's going to impact how you actually collaborate? Is it the tools you use or the culture, or, or can you separate those? Well, I would say tools and culture complement each other. So tools itself has limited utility without a culture to support them. So if you want your employees to all come together simultaneously to work and make decisions regardless of function, level, or role, it requires tools and processes plus the culture of collaborations. Without a culture, collaborations tends to stall and the best tools, process systems, and leadership strategies fall flat. Well, second, I think culture drives the collaborations and effective collaborations is about maximizing the talent in the tools to create a value. So if you're looking into the works, uh, you know, those kind of research data that conducted among workers with a balanced mix of age, um, industries, roles, and company size, for those of people who are using the Google Workspace tools versus those who are using the old way of working tools, right? You know, sending the fire back and forth to your, to your teammates, making multiple copies, you know, to maintain different versions. You will find that those teams using the Google Workspace, which was built based on Google's philosophy of collaborative culture, will have a higher ratio of enjoy work more and be more innovative and has had a significant positive impact on the way they work. So I can just share with you some more detailed data that I had. So 98% of them say they are able to get what they need from other team members quickly and easily. 97% of them say they can track feedback on their work from other team members efficiently. 96% say they have easy access to the information they need to make decisions and 92% of them say real-time collaborations has become the standard practices for their team. And last but not least, 84% of them say the team reviews and edit within the same document during the meeting together. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that the tools that are there are very incredible, and especially compared to what we were working with, just like you said, emailing things back and forth, and final version two, final version three, and all sorts of different things is just ridiculous for the way we work today. So I'm glad we've solved that problem. But even just thinking about that that culture versus tools dynamic, I feel like someone could even 
have a very non-transparent culture and still use Google Workspace. Like you could still lock down all all your documents so where no one else can have access to them. You could like put really tight controls over that. So it's on the one hand, it's nice that people have the option to do that. But like you said, even like when you start a new document, you have to go up there and change the setting, right? Right. Uh, you have to think about that. Whereas a different tool might say, hey, by default, this is shared with everyone in your organization. You have to go push that button if you want to restrict it. Um, so even that kind of like thinking about what is this tool prompting me to do or not prompting me to do is, is a difficult thing to think about. And especially as CEOs creating that culture, which one do you want to have and going that direction too? So yeah, when it comes to how you, you all at Google, I guess the one question I've always wanted to ask you specifically as it comes to this is like, what's the one non-Google tool that you are most reliant on? So obviously, you know, you do things like Meet for video, Drive for storage, Docs for things, but what's like that one secret thing or maybe not so secret, but like, it's not a Google product, but it's still very essential to your workspace. Like I love Google products, but I find like, if I want to automate a process, for example, there's not like a simple, easy to use Google tool that lets me create those automations. I can write Google scripts and do those things and like piecemeal things together. But to really create a, a nice fluid process is there. Project management is another thing that I think Google hasn't really entered into. They probably have some things in the works that are coming up, but that still feels like, at least for the mainstream people, we got to find some other product to bring in there. So those more like structured collaboration pieces, I feel like still are outside the Google workspace. Are there any like big themes like that, that you also feel like is, is Google's just not ready to jump into those or it's, it's going to be several years before they decide to enter into those worlds? Well, I think um, those two things you just mentioned, one is the project management and also another one is really about the automation part. Right? So we do have um, the app sheet, which mm -hmm. is a node code development tour um, Google just acquired several months ago. Mm -hmm. So with this particular tour, even for those people who don't really have the depth background, they will be able to just create a process much more easier. Um, and they can create an internal workflow, they can create a process, they easily to integrate with the Google Workspace tours like Google Sheets, Google Drive. Um, yeah, so we do have that kind of that level of, of tours. And speaking of the project management, you know, uh, we are enhancing the Google Sheets. So if you watch the Google I.O. this year, um, we've actually announced a lot of new cool features in Google Workspace, which is going to come in the next few months. And one of the biggest feature I love very much is about the project management. Right. So um, later this year, I think it's already public now, so it should be fine. So uh, when you open up a Google Sheet, uh, we will give you a timeline view, which will be much more easier for you to manage the projects and also to manage the timelines for the projects. If you are asking me the tools that I'm using every single day, but it's not a part of Google Workspace, to be honest, it's the Salesforce. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in the sales organizations, right? And I have to use the sales uh, CRM system every single day. And, and that's, the, that's the Salesforce tool that I'm using. And all the Googlers in the sales team are using every single day. However, even though it is a third-party tool, it integrates pretty well with yeah. Google Workspace. And that's because of the API that we have in Google Workspace. You know, we do allow those third-party applications and tools to be able to integrate with the Google Workspace application. So, for example, if I receive an email from my prospects, 
the add-ons will tell me the historical activities that are performed on that particular account and also um, all those related information that I have in a CRM system, right? So yeah. that is also another cool thing that Google Workspace do here, allow the entire partner ecosystem to be able to create those add-ons and also be allow the third-party tools to be able to further integrate with the workspace tool that the users are using every single day. Excellent. Well, we will be excited to see what kind of comes on and what's new coming from Google. You guys always deliver interesting things and products to do. Alpha, where should people go if they want to follow along with what's coming out new? If they want to connect with you, where would you send them? So I will recommend you can subscribe to Google Workspace Updates blog. The URI is workspaceupdates.googleblog.com, which we have all those newly released features on the blog. Excellent. Well, we will put that in the show notes so everyone has quick access to that. That'll be great. Alpha, it's been really fun to talk to you. Thanks for the work you're doing and for everything you're looking at and building. And we look forward to staying in touch with you. Well, thanks, Neil, for having me here. Uh, it was fun catching up with you and sharing my views for the digital workspace for the future. This has been the Digital Workplace Podcast. If you liked it, please take a minute to leave a review wherever you can. Go to thedigitalworkplace.com and sign up for our twice a month newsletter. It keeps you up to date on the best ways to build a level five digital workplace. Music for the show is provided by City of Sound. I'm your host, Neil Miller. Keep moving forward.